Yeah, no, the drive here was awful. Really? Because um, all the snow. Yeah, it took me like an hour to get here, which is abnormal. But at one point I was on, well, the street's not important, but I could see like behind a Wendy's. Yeah. Just this big flash of green and blue. Transformer popping. And I was like, what the fuck? What in the Michael Bay? What the fuck? And then, like, I drove around it and, like, was, like, stopped at the light and looked at it. And I think what it was, because I couldn't really tell it because it was snowing quite a bit, um, was someone hit a power line or a transformer. I couldn't tell. And there was just, like, flames coming from the ground. Yeah. And I was like, oh, my God. And then it blew up again and, like... Did it blow up purple? I wish, but it's a like, callback to James I know. Bond. Um, that's literally what I thought was it blew up purple the first time I saw it. <laughs> yeah, and uh, I saw it like flash again with like the electricity or whatever yeah. I guess because it's snowing outside and everything's white. It like almost blinded me. I was like, oh my god, yeah, like, that's insane. I'm like, all right, and I was driving just fast enough that I saw it hit another transformer, and then like I drove by like a, a place electricity store i don't know like yeah. the big the coil things that are outside sometimes are oh, you talking about like uh that place where i always go like oh that's iron giant food exactly yeah okay, one of those yeah. places i was yeah. driving by that and it got to that and it exploded there again and i saw another one i was like Damn, what the crazy fuck? and then like all the lights immediately went down in the area I was yeah. at. um and it was scary yeah our power went out yesterday this girl i'm seeing her power went out today luckily it's back on yeah uh, but yeah, DT crazy because like literally what the summertime we just had like seven hundred thousand people out of power, mm-hmm. and now we've got six hundred sixty-six thousand or some shit like that. Like out, I don't know why I made it six six six. It was six hundred sixty. I, I threw the extra six in there just for, just to be spooky. Yeah, just to be a little spooky. Uh, you sound unwell. You sound a little sick. I yeah yeah. You got me sick. Shh, come on. We both got sick. The funniest part about the bit is that. You said, oh, Chris was too sick to do the podcast last week. Yeah. Which was not true. You were the sick one. Yeah. And then uh, a friend of the show, Sarah Bay, was texting me. Mm-hmm. She was like, what the hell? I saw you yesterday. You weren't sick. And I was like, yeah, it was like a bit, and I'm yes-anding it. Then I had to text her today and be like, bro, I got sick. <laughs> <laughs> what happened was uh, you've seen, of course, you've seen Honey, I blew up the kid. No. You've seen Honey, I shrunk the kids? Somewhat. Sequel to that instead of small. The baby gets big. And that baby, like halfway through its transformation, came in here. So it was just a man-sized baby. And coughed all over us, and we got sick. <laughs> and speaking of uh, speaking of scary electricity, two topics ago, we saw a David Lynch movie this week. Bazinga. Bazinga. <laughs> Eating Soup Alone is a podcast hosted by me, Christopher Kremlin, and co-hosted by Nicholas Johnson. We try our best to ramble incoherently about a handful of movies at least once a week. And it's been quite a while since we see these films, and also, I've got Dayquil and Nightquil up in my system. Mm-hmm. I've been on the last day of a cold for about five yeah. days, so I'm, I'm not at 100% either. You got so letters? Give you us mail? A, give us a break. I'm giving you no breaks. Where's the letters? Where's the mail? I've got bad news, worse news, and good news. All right. Give it to me in ascending order. So you know how lately I've been like really into like community theater around the area and stuff like that. And I was auditioning for Death of a Salesman. Yes. And? Yeah. I was going, I was going to be Willie Loman. I was very excited about it. Yes. Um, turns out I hadn't been practicing my sides it was the uh it's a lost highway letter so bad news i lost that letter Aww. worst news i ain't gonna be willie loman oh good news i have the letter memorized oh all right recite uh lost highway 1997 uh, seven. Seven. i think oh i know i have it memorized okay uh it's a film directed by david lynch I doubt. I'm hitting X on that. Uh, And it's about a man who plays saxophone. His name is Saxman. And he's married or dating. It's up to interpretation. (laughs) That's uh, the surreal part. (laughs) What is this relationship? (laughs) uh, Short red bangs. 
is her name. Yeah. That, that, that literally sounds like a James Bond girl name. Short Red Banks? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Am I wrong? No, it actually does. Um, and while obviously the audition didn't go well, um, <laughs> he, he thinks he's got it all. He's a great saxophone player. But just because he's a good sax man doesn't mean he's good in the sack man. Yeah. So the relationship is strained. He thinks she's cheating on him. And just mysterious tapes show up. And um, he kills her. And then feels bad about it. So he convinces himself he's another guy. And then another man with a video camera shows up and says, I'm objective truth. I know what you did. You know what you did. And then he drives through time. Eight out of ten. Check it out. Do you know what Death of a Salesman is about? I mean, I've seen it, but... Because I thought it was that. It's like, uh... He's like a guy. And he has kids and a wife. And things just ain't exactly what he wants it to be. And, uh... Oh, no, I know. I, we saw it together. Yeah. Then he kills himself at the end. The joke as the American was, dream. The joke was, I thought that's that Lost Highway was Death of a Salesman. Because yeah. those are what I've been practicing instead of the actual script. Yeah. Chris, I didn't actually audition to be Lily Loman. No way? No, don't tell anyone. But Someone was trying to get me to audition I for Damas uh, Singing in the Rain. Yeah? As yeah. the main guy? Yeah, Mr. Rain, yes. Chris, what's your history with uh, Lost Highway? I ain't got no goddamn history with this thing. Yeah, me neither. I just have it on DVD. Yeah. Yeah. I just know a guy who has it on DVD. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm trying to watch Wild at Heart. Yeah, I Forget sh- Lost Highway. I should have picked that, yeah. Because <laughs> um, I feel like that movie's going to be so sexy in a way that is not going to be sexy at all. You know yeah. what I mean? And also, I'm just like, yeah, you know, it's like one of those things where it's like, you think of like dream pairings of like an actor and a director. Why don't people have you know, David Lynch and Nick Cage? That's a crazy. Yeah. You know, what could be going on in that film? What could be going on? We'll have to For better see. or worse. Cliffhanger. Uh, did we talk? Oh, yeah, we did mention that I'm sick. I'm sick. Did you, What's your history of this movie? The Death of a Salesman thing. Yeah. Yeah. It's a pretty good bit. I just have, uh, you know, Dayquil brains. Well, you're also... Playing Mancala on my phone. Yeah, <laughs> I was. Yeah, I'm sorry. Um, what did you think of the Lost Highway? Um, <clears throat> this one I actually genuinely thought was okay. Yeah, same. I don't think this is uh, one of my favorite Lynch movies. It it actually kind of like it felt like it could almost be one of the many many plots happening in like season three of Twin Peaks or something. Mm-hmm. I think it's the most season three Twin Peaks movie I've seen of David Lynch so far. Mm. Um. You get what I'm saying? I do and I don't. I feel I just feel like it has like B plot. The whole thing has B plot energy. Okay, I get that. Yeah. yeah. It uh, yeah, it does always kind of feel like you're going to get to something better after this scene. Yeah. You know? And you never really do. Yeah. Um it's just it's so hard with a David Lynch film to explain why I don't love it. Yeah. Because it's all in the eye of the beholder and whatever. It's just if I don't get something out of a David Lynch movie, I can't explain why. And I didn't really get a lot out of this one. Can we run them down real quick? Let's just off the rip. My ranking is probably going to be, for now, from what I've seen, Blue Velvet. Then, um, what's that one we just watched? Mulholland Drive. uh, Obviously, you love it, yeah. Um, And then Elephant Man. Wait a second. Yeah, I'm forgetting. Eraserhead. So, yeah, let's go. Blue Velvet, Eraserhead, Mulholland Drive. Um, Put Twin Peaks in here somewhere. As a whole. That's number one obvious. Okay. Sorry. So anyways, Blue Velvet, Eraserhead, Mulholland Drive, Elephant Man. I guess Lost Highway and then Dune. I think that's everything we've seen so far. I haven't seen Dune. Oh. Um, I think we watched it together, but we were like day drinking with friends. I wasn't there. You weren't there. You weren't no. there at the time. It's so fucking funny. I don't think I'm tripping. I really don't. There are there were two separate times where I was like, 
and scene and then it kept going like i did that as a bit i was like and scene but i like i meant it genuinely which is funny because i think it is supposed to be like two or three dune books in the series smashed into one movie oh and so at least from my memory my experience watching it the one time was like there's like a hour in you're like oh that was good oh no and then you hit the joystick and you're like there's two hours left and then I, an hour later you're like oh that was good from what i know about dune yeah i think dune is two or three books smashed into one book yeah and i'm sure you didn't see the new dune yeah Mm-mm. i did and it is like fucking three hours long yeah and it is a third of a movie interesting so they went the opposite direction exactly yeah and people are like oh it's so good and like it's yeah. gonna be flushed out into like five movies and that makes me so mad chris yeah because that's not what a movie is <laughs> like, yeah dune is not like objectively like schindler's list or something like that but it is like if you wanted to see david lynch make off-brand star wars i want to see david lynch make on-brand star wars well, if you have any interest in watching him watch make off-brand Star Wars, then that's exactly what you're signing up for. Which Star Wars? Didn't, didn't he get it was approached? like Return of the Jedi. Yeah. You see, but they asked him to, yeah. But it's just like Kyle MacLachlan pretending to be some sort of space prince. Yeah. There's like a fat Emerald City ginger man who sits in a robot chair. It's all in the new one, yeah. They're talking about the spice and stuff. Oh, a lot of spice talk. Yeah. yeah. There's like... But I'll, just I'll, so 70s, 80s sci-fi. Yeah. Which... To me, bumps it up. Like I love Logan's Run. That's one of my favorite movies. I love mm-hmm. Logan's Run. The I watched the new one with my dad, and there's like a part where the king Oscar Isaac, I think, is like talking to like some guy he's standing next to, and the guy's like eyes flutter for a second, and he yeah. goes, "Oh, this is what this other country's like imports and exports and gross domestic product is and stuff like." Oh, he just has all those these facts on it, and. Uh, my dad's like, in the book, they explained that there was, like, way, way, way in the past, there was, like, an AI robot uprising. And so they don't have computers in this world anymore. People are just genetically bred to have specific kinds of minds. So, like... Okay, like an that, engineering mind or, like, yeah, a like, carny mind? Like, that man's the calculator brain guy. Yeah. And I was like, show me that movie. That's way more interesting <laughs> than Timothy Chalamet being sad yeah I don't, I don't even remember what it's about uh anyway eraser head blue velvet maholland drive um elephant man lost highway okay okay Actually, um do i like blue velvet more than eraser head i feel like i remember more of eraser head yeah but i feel more fondly about blue velvet interesting yeah i think uh blue velvet is my second favorite thing that david lynch has done besides twin peaks i really really like blue velvet um all right so lost highway let's just hop into this um this man drop top saxophone yeah this is maybe fucking so bad at saxophone have you ever seen a more uncomfortable scene in a movie than watching this white man riff on the sax no no, because yeah, I was like, damn, I'd rather we were watching kids right now. Yeah, I, I'm like, I this put Shindo's list on because I cannot look at this. <laughs> put me into gumbo. I don't want to see this. He, yeah, no, it starts with him waking up and getting a call on the tele, the teleprompter, not the teleprompter, yeah. the telecom. Sure. Uh, for which, why does he have that? He lives in a home, not a like not a home with like a gate either. Just like at his front door. Anyway. And someone goes, Dick Moron is dead, or whatever that guy's name is. <laughs> I really did think you said Dick Moron. <laughs> and then he goes, well, how Isn't it Dick Moran or something? Yeah. Morant? Morant, I think. Yeah, it's and close goes, enough to Dick Moron. And then he picks up his briefcase and puts on his hat and goes, time to go to the office, and just starts playing <laughs> saxophone. Yeah. And then he sees his, he, he says, he sees Red Bangs with um, mustache, pencil mustache man. Okay, yeah. Or does that happen later? Who cares? Know. Not me. That's who. <laughs> Silk pajamas, silk sheets. Let's talk about that. Just a dirtbag's idea of class. Yeah, but also, opinion. like, no way in on God's green earth that's comfortable. Like, no, absolutely When you're not. sweating in a material, top Ugh. one, number one worst material to sweat, and it has to be silk. Yeah. Next to duct Any tape, other, I guess. I guess. Yeah, I like, <laughs> does not breathe. Uh, yeah, next to the next one is a hefty bag that you've punched your arms through. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> And yeah, just everything about the aesthetic of this man and his wife and her girlfriend. I don't know what yeah. their relationship really is. Sister? I don't know. Yeah. I, I just watched The Crow. And I think the bad guys are brother sister. 
fun that they kiss so they three way a girl. Whatever. We'll you know, I didn't later. know huh. that there were two women in the crow. <laughs> <laughs> I did not remember. Yeah. I don't even remember what the his girlfriend. We'll watch the crow like. next week. I'd like to. Um, Would you really? No, because we have to watch a little Nikki. Remember? All right. Well, then, what's your choice? It could be the crow. The crow and little Nikki. Uh, my choice for next week is going to be. Tokyo Drift. Really? Okay. Yeah, the third Fast and Furious movie. That's what we'll watch with little Nikki. I thought it was the second one. No. No, that's too Fast, Too Furious. And then third is, yeah, let's do it. Okay. Word up. Have you seen a Fast and Furious movie? Yeah. Which one? Two, one, two, three, and five, I think. I've two. seen just five. <laughs> yeah. Like, I went with a bunch of friends. Uh, like, like, we're all going to go see it. I'm like, well, I'm not going to go home. I'll yeah. go see Fast and Furious with you guys. And I was like, this movie's great. Yeah. And I just never got around to seeing the rest of them. And I yeah. know three is like a side story. It doesn't involve anyone from the other movies. So. Whether you're a quarter mile away or you're on the other side of the planet, doesn't matter. We're family. I live my life a quarter mile at a time. Is that what he says? Something like that. Yeah. Cool movie. Family. Um, it's about drive. It's about power. Um... So Tokyo Drift and Little Nicky next week. You heard it here first. Unless I changed my mind by the end nope. of this episode. No, it's locked in. So he plays saxophone. Yes. He comes home. Him and his wife have sex for... Seven minutes. If that... <laughs> um, he hallucinates during or after? After. Yes. He does have weird dreams, though. Which one of them seems like they're into the sex? Him. Her not so much, right? Yeah. Yeah, that's what I felt like. That was the vibes I was getting. And, and from my memory, he seems into it like Skarsgård in Infinity Pool yeah. on the beach. Like, that's his whole whole motivation the whole time. It's just, my eyes are going to pop out of my head. I'm enjoying this so much. <laughs> and then they get, which this I legitimately, there are some things in this movie I, I love. Um, where they get the tape delivered to them. Yeah. It's just in an unmarked envelope, and there's an unmarked v, VHS tape inside. Pop it into the TV. Which is quaint. Also, big house. This guy clearly has a lot of money. Smallest TV. TV I've yeah, ever seen. To fit the aesthetic of this home, this guy should have one of those big projector box TVs. Remember yeah. those? Yeah. Anyway, and the tape is just the outside of their house. This same setup goes on for a couple days. He plays saxophone. He comes home. Next day, new tape. This one is the inside of their house now. They call the cops. Cops come over and go, you musician? What do you do? And he goes, I play saxophone. And they go, we no longer have respect for you, sir. <laughs> and you got a camcorder around here? He goes, no. And Red Banks goes, he doesn't like camcorders. And the cops go, okay, why? <laughs> um, not asking as a cop, just human being to human being. Yeah. Odd thing to say. Yes. And he goes, I like to remember things how I remember them. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's an are. L. That's an L. My I, man whipped out an L of yeah. his pocket. He pulled out an L. And unfortunately, I think that's the point of the movie. Really? Yeah. Because I think... Oh, is the point that like camera's bad? Memory good? Is that what you're saying? No, I think camera good, memory bad. Ah, okay. Um, Which is fine. Yeah. It's the lay wrong generation take that I have a problem with. Yeah. Do you know that, camera bad. Do you know that David take? Spade has a book called a Polaroid, Polaroid Guy in a Selfie Generation? Actually, I feel like I have heard that before. Fucking this guy had that makes no me want respect to... for David Spade anymore just because of that. I'll yeah. never see Joe Dirt again. Uh, that's not true. That's not true. That's going to be the week after Little Nicky. You heard it here um, first, folks. I got till the end of the episode where you might do a Little Nicky and Joe <laughs> Dirt. Um, uh, you like to see homos naked? Excuse me? You like to see homos naked? Is that from Joe Dirt? Yeah. Because that guy's like, homos are you naked? And he's like, you like to see homos naked? <laughs> I remember now, I guess. Yeah. Um, you know that like romantic idea of like at night, like two lovers who aren't next to each other or who are like miles apart, just being like, look at the moon. You and I'll look, at the, moon look at the same moon. And we're looking at the same moon. I always attribute that to Joe Dirt because I know it's in Joe Dirt, but it's yeah. like, I think a romantic thing that's been around forever. But anytime I see the moon, I think of, hey, maybe Joe Dirt's looking at this moon. <laughs> maybe David Spade took a break from his memoir. Polaroid oh. King in a selfie palace. <laughs> He's still writing. He's putting yeah. it out in chapters. Um, they go to a party at Mustache Man's house. Cool. Where it seems like she and him are getting it. Oh, yes. They. I'm pretty sure they are. Yeah. I'm gonna say definitively, 
Yes. The definitive cut of the film. There is penetration. And then uh, the best character in this movie walks up to Saxman. The mysterious man. Mysterious man, yes. Yeah. We've met before, haven't we? At your house. I'm there right now. Call me. Pulls out the world's largest cell phone. The first, yeah, the world's first cell phone. Um, Love that. That was, I saw someone posted that on Twitter not too long ago. And I watched it, and like it sh- sent a shiver up my spine. I was like, "We gotta watch Lost Highway," and unfortunately, that's four percent of the movie. Yeah. Um. They go back home, and hump. And yeah, but then he starts having visions of murdering her violently, and then it hard cuts to him being be- being beaten up for doing the crime by cops. He's getting like beat up by cops, isn't he, or something? He like sees her. And he looks at her, and her face becomes mysterious man's face. Yeah. And then it's the next morning, and he gets a tape, and he puts a tape in and doesn't call for her like he does all the other days. Yeah. He just watches it by himself, and it's like him sitting with her, and she's in two pieces. And then it's him getting beat up for the crime. And he's in jail. And he has an aneurysm and sees a... He doesn't really have an aneurysm. He just has a David Lynch dream sequence. And sees a house blow up in reverse with mystery man inside of it. And then he wakes up and he's a new guy. And everyone's like, what the fuck? You're not supposed to be in this jail yeah. cell. What are you doing? Get out of here, young man. Um, can't remember this actor's name. Neither can I. I'll call him Young, I'll call him young Sax. Which would be, no, that'll be confusing because he's not a saxophone player. The young man is what we'll call him. He's a cool greaser with greaser friends and a Gary Busey dad. And also, every third time I see him, I think for a split second, I'm like, man, you're almost, I want you to be Elijah Wood. He's almost Elijah Wood. Yeah, yeah. like very almost. Anyway, he just fucking is living his life and he's a mechanic and he gets picked up Kind of give me T2 vibes. Yeah. He seems like a little bit older. Yeah. Connor. I get that, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, he just lives at home, no big deal, doing his thing. Fixing cars from my boss, Robert yeah. Loja. Yeah. Classic tale here. This is kind of a Pulp Fiction-y arc. Yes. It's like a young guy who's got, like, a, you know, connected boss coming in. He's got connections. He's hooking up the mechanic. But then he's like, uh-oh. Boss man, mommy, hottie. Baby want milky. Mm-hmm. Yes, and... His boss is um, Richard Pryor for some reason. Oh, yeah. For that's so sick. Yeah. Yeah. My favorite part of the movie. Love it. Big respect to Richard Pryor. I love Richard Pryor. That's great. I also, I don't want to get past it, but I really like the scene where he takes him for a ride. Not Richard Pryor. Robert Loja. And that guy, like, tailgates him. And so he rams him off the road. Yeah. It has a gun on his face and he's screaming at him. He's like, you don't tailgate people. It's not polite or whatever yeah. he says. David I, Lynch was going through it. That's just David Lynch. Yeah. such a David Lynch scene and I love it so much. <laughs> Must have gotten cut off earlier. Um, have you seen the, uh, I just saw this reel on Instagram where he's being interviewed or whatever. And he's like, write down your ideas. He's like, two, maybe three times in my life I've had great, great ideas that I thought I'd never forget. And I lost them. And I, makes you want to, Go home and commit suicide. Always write it down because you think, "Oh, it's so good, I won't forget it." You'll forget it. Yeah, for sure. You'll forget it. I was I was uh, asleep in a car a couple weeks ago, and I was like coming in and out, and I had a great idea, and I went, "I gotta wake up and write that down" because I was like half asleep, and I was like, "This is too good, I'll never forget it." And I remember that, but I don't remember the yeah. idea. Yeah. yeah. What a cruel joke. Yeah, it's a cool joke. You always, always remember that you forgot the best thing you yeah. ever thought of. Brains are just the absolute worst. They're just the dumbest shit yeah. ever. Yeah. Um, like yeah. they're. I don't even want to get. Don't even get me started on brains, Chris. <laughs> don't even get me started on my idea for Shazam, but for movies. <laughs> Do you want to hear my idea? I came up with. I thought of the other day. My my elevator pitch for an Adult Swim show. Sure. Cartoon. Yeah. Uh, this guy, he's an attorney. Okay. His name is Red Hark. Bangs, let's say. All right, yeah. He's a nice guy. He's a good guy doing his job. He's an attorney. He's down on his luck, kind of. His business isn't doing great. He's on the phone with somebody complaining about his life 
falls in a manhole cover and dies. He wakes up. He's in hell. He's like, I definitely shouldn't be here. This ugly Americans? Are you describing ugly Americans to me? I've never seen it. Okay, keep going. And so this guy's in hell. He goes, I shouldn't be here. And the people in hell are go, yeah, that happens sometimes. Sometimes you kind of just get lumped together with people. You're a lawyer, so that's probably what happened. But you can put it, fill out a form and, you know, We'll see what happens. It'll, you know, bureaucracy and stuff like that. Yeah, it's a lot yeah. of red tape. It might, yeah, it might take a while. Yeah. And he goes, well, how long? And they're like, we have no idea. But while you're down here, you have a job, like everyone down here does. You, attorney up there, attorney down here. Okay. And, like, the gist of the show is he has to defend people in hell who have put in the same form that he did. Yeah. He's just so far back in line that they're like, well, you'll do this while you're waiting. And so he has to just, like, episode to episode... Mm be the lawyer for just like notorious awful people from history and he's and he's he's arguing that they should be in hell or they shouldn't be in hell shouldn't be shouldn't be because he's their lawyer yeah okay and it's called eternity ah thought of the name worked backwards anyway what else happens in this you just blew a million dollar load on this pod yeah copyright tm 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 it's my idea no one take it How do we tweet at an adult swim or something? That's that's good. That's good. I'll write episode one and I'll call him up. Yeah. All right. So anyways, then we watched this movie on Lost Highway. Um, yeah, he does this for a while. He's like fixing cars. He uh, does sex to both his girlfriend and mommy. Yes. Mommy is also red bangs, but she has white hair now. She does porn. Mm-hmm. For money. There's a scene where he does give her grief for being a sex worker. Yes. Um, says that he's too good for, she's too good for that. Uh, she comes up with this elaborate scheme of like, oh man, we're going to take the money and run. Because Robert Loja is onto them. <clears throat> yeah, because he keeps showing up and he's going, hey, that's my girl. If anybody was to put their dick inside of her, I would kill that guy. He says, I unlike good ideas, I'll never forget this. Yeah. He says, I would take this gun and I'd stick it so far up his ass that it'd come out his mouth and I'd shoot his brains out. Yeah. And I thought, well, if the gun's coming out of his mouth, you wouldn't be able to shoot his brains. That's true. Anyway, um, and she's like, yeah, I know this guy. He's got a lot of money. I'll go over there, distract him, wink. Yeah. You come in, take it the money. We get it the heck out of the Dodge. Yeah. And they do so. Yeah. He shows up. Mustache Man is there. He's the one. It's the one that he thought. He's the one that Sax Man thought was banging Red Bangs. Yeah. And he comes in, and they have a struggle, and he throws him into a coffee table, and he lands on the corner, and it goes into his head. Yeah. And he's dead. Gross. And he's like, oh, God, we killed him. And white, She's like, you killed him. Yeah. <laughs> white-haired Red Bangs goes, mm, you killed him. And then yeah. he looks at a picture of her, but she's standing next to Red Bangs, and he's like, what? And he also has a migraine aneurysm where he's just walking through hallways and shit. Yeah. Which I like quite a bit. That part looks good. Prior to the walking through the highways, this is my favorite bit where, like, he's, like, sneaking in the house and the porn's being projected. Yeah. And they struggle and he falls and something very violent happens. And then he says, like, just that line of, like, oh, we killed him. Whatever. She's like, uh, you killed him. Like, that whole stretch is my favorite part of Lost Highway. Yeah. It gives like, me, like, uh, like uh, Boogie Nights, Doc Ock scene vibes. Like, just that thing where it's, like, just weird. Like, yeah. Like, he shouldn't be in that house. Mm-hmm. There's porn, someone dies, like just that whole like it's just it's just oozing with like tension of like what a bad situation to be in, huh? <laughs> yeah, it's just got all those like on their own, everything that's happening here would be a nightmare. Bad, but altogether they're a nightmare, yeah. 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 And uh he wakes up, he gets out of his And now he's first man. No, no. not yet. Oh, he yeah. like stops freaking out. He's got a nosebleed and he walks up to White Bangs and she goes uh, stick him up and she points a gun at him and he's like ooh what and she's like nah I'm just kidding and then they drive for a long time and they drive to the house that explodes backwards yeah which I love looks great yeah reminds me of the little shack that that guy lives on the beach uh, in uh, Scooby Doo 2003 the voodoo guy the voodoo guy yeah Yeah. gives me gives me uh, Skull Island vibes it does yeah and they're like nah no one's here let's have sex in front of our car in the desert yeah and they do that for a long time uh huh and when they get done, he's sax man again. Yeah. And she's gone. And he goes into the shack. And video cameraman there is there. And he goes, what is your name? And he goes, 
car guy. He goes, what is your fucking name? And he goes, I'm sex, man. <laughs> and then they pick up Robert Loja from a hotel. Okay. Who's having sex with Red Bangs. And they put him in the trunk of the car. And then they drive him somewhere. They slit his throat. And then he talks for a while after yeah. that, which is weird. And then Saxman drives to his house, pushes the intercom, says Dick Moron is dead, and runs away. Being chased by police. Yeah. And then credits. Yeah. <clears throat> What's your closing thoughts? I had none. No? Like, that's my biggest thing, takeaway from this movie was... This is the only David Lynch thing I've seen where afterwards I was like, I just got nothing. Yeah. I, I just, if for some reason, just I have nothing to think about after this movie. Like, yeah. I don't even want to, like, I have nothing to grab onto to try and piece together what yeah. this movie was about, what I think this movie was about. It was the first time with one of his movies that I was like, after, because I had, I know I had to talk about it here, I went and watched like a bunch of like other people's critiques and analysis of it and like other people's opinions on what they thought it was about that's where I was getting all that objective objective truth garbage from and uh, I'm gonna say at the end of the day I don't think I like this movie yeah no yeah neither do I uh, probably putting in like the C range C I'm, I'm gonna give it a C minus okay yeah yeah Maybe if I watch it again, I'll like it yeah. um, later down the line. Yeah, there's certain things I like. Like I said, I like um, Sue Me if you'd like, because online I can tell you it's the least favorite of anybody who's a fan of Twin Peaks. But I actually really don't mind the um, the uh, James season two arc where he's like... Not in Twin Peaks anymore? Yeah, yeah. he's like being a mechanic. That's what it reminds me of. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. This, yeah, it reminds me of that. Um... So yeah, I like the second half more. I don't really like sex, man. I don't like him. I don't like his sex. I don't like his silk clothing or his silk bed sheets. Yep. Um, but I do like young, almost Elijah Wood playing James and like guy who kind of reminds me of the grumpy dude from uh, uh, from uh, Flapjack. Yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I like him as like a, you know, crabby, well-connected mobster type dude. Uh, and I do like a lot of stuff at the end, like the slit in the throat and still talking or whatever. A lot of little touches like that, you know, little weird things. Like like I said, I like that like third act, you know, pour it on the wall, excellently kill this guy by slicing his head with like a glass table. Um, so there are like a couple of little things I like, but overall, yeah, it, 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 I think I don't mean to pat myself on the back, but I think I, 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 I made my, my, my thoughts clear when I, I said it feels like it, both of them feel like both. It feels like B plot to something else yeah but there's nothing else exactly not that it's worthless it's just it's like a B plot that gets interrupted by a different B plot and yeah. it goes back to the first B plot yeah and it just it just doesn't feel good it doesn't feel complete yeah feels like there's something missing from mm -hmm. it mm -hmm. feels like there's something missing from it so yeah so that's that yeah, we watched and another you, movie and I get that vibe from a lot of David Lynch stuff where like when it's over yeah. it doesn't feel like it should be over yeah. and it's not over until I like fully think about and digest it yeah i mean yeah we've talked about that before i mean even blue velvet when i first finished it, i was like yeah like probably b plus but the more i think about it, i'm like no that's like for sure my favorite david yeah. lynch movie and i like it a lot uh it's a personal favorite of mine um same thing with uh Mulholland drive when we finished it, i was like meh you know meh. it wasn't you know but i like i said i think it might be like my second or third yeah you know other than uh also pause is that a big message you're sending or is that a big message you got? I don't even know who from. But you sending that big message? I mean, you know, I got things to say sometimes. Okay, all right. Okay. It's not to me, is it? It is. Oh, really? It's the next letter. Oh, okay. <laughs> God. Damn. All right. You know what I'm saying? Like, if you if you saw me typing that oh, shit up, yeah, you wouldn't sure. be like, what are you doing, brother? <laughs> you, you know what I'm saying? I'd look at it and be like, Chris is going through something right yeah, now. Yeah, dude. Yeah, I had to. As soon as I saw that. Uh, did you finish your thought or should I just open up that monster? Uh, yeah, I mean... I think... Uh, yeah, I think that's all I got to say about Lost Highway. Okay. Well, sadly, uh, the other movie we watched is Lahane, and, and part of the draw was 
that friend of the show, Matea, uh, it's his favorite favorite film. Um, but unfortunately, yeah, he was too busy playing in uh, his band Zastava. Oh yeah, oh. they died. All yeah, on they, all they of literally Zastava rocked died, so yeah. hard on stage that they died. Yeah, Tenacious D style. It was kind of one of those things. Um, but anyways, yeah, his favorite film is La Haine. Uh, I believe there's a proper way to say it, like La Haine or something like that. Like you, because like a lot of time in French, like L and then followed by like a vowel, you're supposed to like apostrophe that and just like roll it like La Haine. Oh, like okay. That. But I can't do it though. That's my, my French has always fallen apart with pronunciation. You know, like I could tell you a little anecdote. I was in New York and we went to like an actual French ba- bakery where like the people who worked there were French, and the the, the the number one item was like chocolate ou like a u o like ou uh, uh, or like croissant ou chocolate or whatever, right? So like croissant with chocolate, literally, right? Mm-hmm. So I got up there and I was like, I'll I'll, I'll have like a chocolate croissant, croissant, and the lady was like, oh, what what what. I was like, just uh, number one up there. She's like, oh, I don't know. Wait, wait, wait. I was like, chocolate croissant. She's like, we don't. I don't know if we. That's an old menu. I don't know if we had that. What do you want? I was like, just a cho- cho- chocolate croissant. And eventually, after a couple of minutes, she was like, hang on, let me, let me get my mother. And then she got a short, fat version of herself to come over. And she was like, oh, what's going on? And uh, she was like, he's asking for a chocolate croissant. Or he's like, she's like, chocolate croissant. And I was like, eh, number one. Right, cho- oh, sure. And he's like, she's like, can you point to it? In the, and then I saw the chocolate croissant in the display. And I was like, this one right here. She's like, oh, okay, chocolate croissant. Okay, whatever. And then, like, gave it to me. And I was like, really? Just because I wouldn't say chocolate croissant ou chocolat or whatever? Like, that whole song and dance? Yeah, it, bother, it, it does bother me a little bit when I say something like La Haine yeah. and someone corrects me. Like, that's not how it's pronounced in French. It's like, but like, I can't do it. But hey, I'm guess sorry. what? I have an incredibly thick American accent. <laughs> yeah. That's just how it's coming out right yeah. now. I'm sorry. And you know what? In this moment, imagine, you know, it's like one of those things where it's like, uh, I wish this was a teachable moment that I could give to somebody who, like, makes fun of, like, someone who's got, like, a thick, like, Indian accent or something like that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. That's what, that's kind of what I'm relating it to, but I was yeah. Trying that's not what I'm trying to relate it to as well. Not saying that like our struggle is as bad as that. Exactly. Just, yeah, like yeah. what I'm trying to say is, I wish that there was a way that I could like give that to like my uncle. You know what I'm saying? Not, I don't actually have an uncle as a but I'm using that as a hypo. Yeah. Like I wish there was a way that I could just be like, hey, how about you think about that sometimes? You know? Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. But hey, was nice enough to bring us his cool Criterion copy of this film. Yeah. Yeah. So shout out to you for that, and we watched it. And, uh, oh yeah, a letter. One second. But before that, we have Mahjong. <laughs> All right. Did I talk about, when I came back, did I talk about, uh, when I came back from Louisiana, did I talk about b- feeling bad and, like, noticeable around people with a bunch of, su- like, thick southern accents? Did we talk about this? Elaborate more. Like when I was in the South, and every time I go to the South and I'm speaking to a lot of people who have thick Southern accents, I get really self-conscious because I feel like they're going to hear me and I don't talk like that. And they're going to go, you ain't from around these parts. Uh And it's like, because when I hear someone with a thick Southern accent talk to me, it hits me and I go, whoa, that's, y'all, that's thick. Yeah. But do you think that happens with them? Or do you think they don't pay any mind to the way we talk because we sound like TV? <laughs> That's it reminds me of a, a bit I remember hearing. Like uh, someone said something about like uh, like I can't remember if it's California or the Midwest. I can't remember which, but like uh, they're like, oh, you have such like a thick like California or Midwest accent. And he's like, what the fuck do you mean that I speak clear and concise and, art- and articulate in a way that people could understand? Is that what you mean or something like that? I. Yeah, like having a California accent. It's like, hey, you know who lives in California? Everything I watch on TV. <laughs> Everything I watch on TV and everyone from the United States moves to California. Yeah. So Yeah. Uh, God, I wish I could remember who said it or something like that. But yeah, like it's always been burned into my head because it's like, I don't, I know that I have some kind of accent. I know you do. I know everybody I know does. Um, but it doesn't sound that different from like TV to me. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like I remember, like I have family in Ohio. And they always give my family, me and my family, shit for, especially O's. Like we had a friend named Josh. They were down there, and they went Jash. That's how you guys say it, Jash. Yeah. And down in Ohio, they go Josh. And I was always like, okay, yeah. And thinking about it, like, okay, yeah, just differences. We have like slightly different accents, but I, I thought, no. 
you guys are wrong. <laughs> I except for here, I've never heard anyone pronounce O's like Josh. that. Yeah, I thought I'm like I thought that this was a your family thing, but apparently it's a, an Ohio Josh. thing to pronounce. Yeah, O's Josh like sounds that. like it's on its way to being like Josh. You know, like yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, and they're like, right. I definitely say Josh with an A. Josh. 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 Josh Griffin. Yeah. All right. La Haine is a 1995 French film that follows three French youngsters hours after a French riot. French tensions are high due to French police violence, and our main character, French Fred, has been hospitalized after being horribly injured while in French police custody and may not survive to see French tomorrow. Racked with French guilt and, uh, guilt. <laughs> Racked with French guilt and, uh, sorry. One more time. Wrecked with French grief and anger. One of our protagonists finds a gun uh, and French vows to shoot a police officer if his hospitalized French friend uh, doesn't find it. Cigarettes are smoked, drugs are sold, and hilarity ensues. Nine out of ten. Très bien. Chris. Yeah. What's your history with Lahaine? Damn ass, uh, my good friend uh, in front of the show, Will Lorenz, has a t-shirt that says it because he likes it. And also, oh. uh, Matea is always... Can't get that guy to shut up about it. Yeah. No, he really is always just like, uh, you know, he never told me anything about it. He just always says it's his favorite. It's not a big spoiler guy. What about you? Uh, I had heard of it. Yeah, probably from Matea. And no, I met him for the first time the other day when we watched this movie. <laughs> yeah. And uh, <clears throat> and then you said we're going to watch the Lahane for the show. Yeah. And yeah, the intent was for him to be here, so... Oh, I'm sorry. Didn't mean to bring up old shit. Yeah. New shit. Always moving forward, bro. Never go back. Hey, Nick. She's your ex for a reason. I, really, I needed that. Thank you. Yeah. Um. So, yeah. Right off the bat, Chris. What? I love Lahane. Yeah? I oh, thought... La more. What did I just say about making fun of my ex? <laughs> Uh, no, I thought this movie was fantastic. Yeah. Um, I really like it. It's like it. French clerks. Yeah, but better. <laughs> if, well, yeah, because it's French. It's going to be better. Because it's French and the people who made it know how to make a movie. Um, shots fired at Kevin Smith, I guess. Um, just kidding. I love that big man. Um, but all Kevin Smith hate aside, which I have none of in my heart. Yeah. In case he's listening, because he listens to all podcasts. Yeah, he is the king of podcasts. Yeah, I love this movie. What about you? Also, Elton's power's out, so he's on his way here. Okay. And I just asked him for a piece of next. Okay. Anyways. And, and tell him to text me with updates, because I'm taking your phone for the rest of this episode. No! I'm sorry. It's Elton. Put it in your pocket? It's in my pocket. And it stays in your pocket until okay. the end of class, all right? Honest. <laughs> I don't need any promises. I'm the t I'm the adult. I'm the teacher. You're the student. You listen to me, okay? I'm sorry. When that bell rings, you can yeah. do whatever you want. But while okay. you're in this classroom, yeah, crumbly, you play by my rules. All right. What's the last thing you said before I started texting about music? I don't know. Something about Kevin Smith, probably. Yeah. Oh, how do you? Do you like? Do you like it? Do you like the yeah, yeah, I like the little head. Yeah. Cool. Um, That's that mattress man. We'll see you guys next week with Tokyo. Back to my phone. No. Uh, yeah, it's it's interesting to see that like even across the pond in the nineties, everybody was just obsessed with this idea of like, yo, my dudes, but just a day in our life. Like yeah. as a movie. Yeah. It is you're right. It is it like is like gummo kids, uh like 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 let's take it's like so so some Spike Jones movie or Spike Lee movies. Uh all right, well, we're gonna take that again because I can't keep mixing those two up. <laughs> I mean both of them apply. Uh, yeah. But yeah. uh also but like one of them uh, was skateboarding and the yeah. other was Actually, yeah. but like we were saying, clerks and mall rats and stuff. Like everybody in the '90s, for some reason, universally was just like, "Damn, dude, what if a movie was just me and my dudes hanging for one day? It yeah. starts when they wake up and it ends when they go to bed." And you know what's insane? Yeah, they all got away with it. Yeah. All of those movies, people go. It was like yeah. the first time anyone had seen anything like that. because yeah. <laughs> it's so crazy. Like, because like even in like adaptation, they talk about it. They say things like, you know, like, you know, like you're fucked if you start your your screenplay with and that guy wakes up. Yeah, and they say the same thing about like voiceover. But like, how many fucking great movies have voiceover in it? But whether it's Train Spotting or Forrest Gump, every you, there's not a genre you can think of that doesn't have a great movie with some voiceover in it. Probably horror. Just thought about the first scene in Train Spotting. Yeah, I want to watch Train Spotting right now. Yeah, so good. Anyway, good, yes. Um, 
Yeah, this is French Clerks. If just Clerks had something to say about anything. Yeah. And well, that's what's so French about it. Yeah, it's great. Um, Don't mean to be ignorant, but I really just assumed that police were kind of chill. Not in America. I was like, in general? Yeah. No, uh, cops are cops. Yeah. A cab everywhere. Yeah. Um, La yeah. cab. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, I just, there's, I just, just love this movie. Yeah. I love, the thing that got me the more I think about it is, um, you know, the whole thing in the movie about these guys just being... Pause. The other thing 90s loved was black and white. It's cheaper. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's white. why, like, yeah. indie films, for lack of a better term, are a lot of them are in black and white. It's because yeah. it was much cheaper to get that developed. Yeah. Um, or Gone now. Yeah. It's digital. So, anyways, the more you think about it, you love it. I miss it. I love black and white. Yeah. Um, the thing that gets me the most, the more I think about it, is um, how it looks. Um, the you know point of the movie is these three guys that are just like grasping for some kind of control over the world that they live in yeah but they're just like pretty insignificant in the grand scheme of things and so every thing in this movie I feel like every shot feels like they might might as well not even be the focus of the shot yeah like just the area surrounding them so much is going on yeah. that they just kind of feel lost in it, if that makes any sense. Yeah. Like when they're walking through the train station or obviously <clears throat> that insane shot uh, where the camera's backing up and zooming in. Yeah. And so the city just gets like squashed behind them and they yeah. just become part of it. And like even where they're in the bathroom talking and until you find out that guy is in there you think it's just the three of them in there but like even that tiny bathroom feels like there's so much going on yeah. in there um i just love it yeah I just then again i don't know if it's the day cool night cool concoction speaking but it's just also, also so crazy that every now and again i was just like damn this is a set this is france you know because you think like baguettes and ho 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 you know and it's just like no it's also just police violence and dudes who found a gun. Yeah, exactly. Also, I love that. I, I love I love when a movie, the stakes of a movie are in a place where if a gun is introduced, it's like, oh, shit. Like, yeah. just a gun yeah. that you don't even know has bullets in it or not. Like, yeah. I love that, like, when the stakes of a movie are there. Like, yeah. I... And I love that in this movie. Like every every scene that happens in this movie, even if that's this isn't the point of the scene, in the back of my head, I'm like... Okay, but one of them has a gun. Yeah, and it's, it's just great. I just, I just love this movie. Yeah, um, I, yeah, I love. I, I, I don't like care necessarily that it gets used. I just love any time that a gun is there. Maybe it's a part of being American, I guess. Yeah, but yeah, like not out. But what you're talking about, where it's just like, oh yeah, one of them. Has, you know what I'm saying? Like, because I, yeah, I just, no, I just exactly. do that. Like, 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 uh, like there've been a couple of times where I've like attempted to write like little screen play like scripts and stuff mm -hmm. and like as you know like that's one of my favorite gags is just for a character to pull out a gun for no reason kind of a thing like they just thought that that would be a good thing to bring if they're on their yeah, way yeah. to something and the you know one saying, thing like, we yeah. wrote together yeah. yeah we ended up adding a gun in it for absolutely no reason yeah absolutely just because yeah it's just so funny to me it's just funny yes i agree it's really funny but i feel gun is so funny. the exact opposite way about lahane yeah. it's like there's a lot of situations at the end where it's like this could go bad in like a lot of I'm very obvious ways but also He's got a gun, and that adds a lot of uh, another yeah. layer to it. Yeah. Um, um, so we've touched on the fact that it's French. We've touched on the fact that it's black and white. We've touched on the fact that it takes place in a day. There's a gun. There's a gun, yeah. Um, yeah, it also is shot crazy. There's some fucking nuts shots. That's Love for it. sure. Yeah. yeah. Um, and yeah, the, the basic plot of the movie is this is a day after a really bad riot. A friend of theirs is hospitalized because he was beaten pretty badly in police custody. Yeah. Um, and the news is like, he might not make it. And so, bald main character is like, I found this. Oh, they sent it a boy earlier, like, 
it's in that same news report. They're like, yeah, a lot of shit went down. This guy got beat up. A cop lost his gun. Things are just crazy. And then it turns out, yeah, one of the main characters found the gun. He's got it. Um, and then it's literally just them kind of bumming around yeah. for a day. And they get, like, lost. No, they miss their train. They get arrested and then they miss their train. So they're just out all night. They run into a, a gaggle of characters. Um, it feels almost impossible to go, you know, scene by scene in this movie. Oh, yeah. Because it, it is really. just dudes fucking around. Yeah. Um, Anything but, stand out to you, though? Yeah, I mean... Just going to start rifling, rifling them off? Um, first thing I remember... Uh, look, I mean, I, I remember the beginning. The guy opens his eyes and he spray paints the truck and then he goes to Bald Friend's house. Yeah. And Bald- He's yelling... Just in the middle of the apartment. Yeah, yeah. Square. <laughs> getting yelled at by another guy. Like, hey, come on. What the fuck? What are you doing? But when he wakes up, bald friend, bald friend is wearing a Spider-Man shirt. Yeah. And I just went, oh, Spider-Man. Yeah. To myself. And then like two days later. There's a lot of Yo Mama jokes in this. Thing. Yeah. This thing is packed to the brim with Yo Mama jokes. Two days later, someone sent me a, a TikTok. And the caption on it was like, me to all my friends anytime Spider-Man shows up in a Spider-Man movie. And it's the person going, oh, Spider-Man, guys, it's Spider-Man. Guys, look, it's Spider-Man. And I was like, oh, I did that during Lane. Yeah. Um, and then, yeah, then they get with uh, the guy who owns the gym. Huey? Herbert? Search with an H? Can't remember his name. Um, and then there's just like an insane, insane, insane wonder after that. Where they're just walking through like six blocks, it feels like, and uh, there's just a shot there where what's that? What's the what's the first guy's name? It's like Said, said something like that. Yeah, something like that. Yeah. Uh, it's Said and Bald Friend, whose name I don't remember, and they're talking, and they stop so um, the boxer can like do a drug deal with someone else. Yeah. And uh, they stay in focus, and you hear them talking, but the drug deal is in the is in the front of the shot, and th- that deal is kind of just framing them. And it's just really nice, especially yeah. you set that all up in a in a in a big warner. Yeah. And then the scene continues to them going up onto the rooftop and stuff like that. Yeah. Um. Obviously, there's the guy in the bathroom. Yes. Love that guy. The other guy talking about how his buddy was too afraid to shit in front of his friends. And then the train stopped on its way to like a concentration camp, right? Or something like that. A work camp. Work yeah, something camp. like that, yeah. And uh, he went to go shit in a bush, but then the train took off without him. And he keeps like pulling up his pants and having to let go so he can try to hop on the train. And they're like, did he make it eventually? He's like, no, nah, my friend? No, he died. And I love that he leaves and says, he goes, <laughs> yeah. why the hell would he tell us all that? <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Um. There's the scene that uh, Mateo pointed out is the scene from the end of Boogie Nights with Alfred Molina. Yeah. Where they go and see that guy. Um, that's To tough. get some money back from, I think, like, he owes... Yeah. Not bald man or boxer. Third man. He owes yeah, he, third man uh, money. And, uh, they yeah. They sing for a little while? Yeah, and then he does a Russian roulette thing. Yeah. But and, it was a gag. He actually didn't have any bullets in there. Uh-huh. But, yeah, it's still, like, but bald man took it way too serious. But yeah. also, come on. Yeah. Like, I, as, come on. as he should have. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, um, yeah. And they leave. And like, cause he's been trying to get this money back from so many different people this whole movie. And they get chased by the cops and stuff like that. And they get arrested. Yeah. 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 And uh, bald man runs. And I love when they finally, like, I don't know, 45 minutes later in the movie, all get back together. They're like, how much money were you trying to get back from? Him? And he's like, like, he's like 500. He goes, 500,000? He goes, no, five hundred dues. We did all of that for five hundred dollars. Yeah. It's a principal, man. Yeah. Um, my favorite scene in the movie yeah. is when they're hot wiring the car. Yeah. And the drunk, drunk guy comes up. up. He's like, "Yeah, hey, my wife's divorced me, or whatever." I'm like, "Who gives a shit? Get out of here!" He yeah. goes, "No, you're doing that wrong." And they're like, "Get the fuck out of yeah. here!" And he's just like, he's just standing there and they're yelling at each other. And then when like the car gets started and the drunk guy stops, he's like, "Yeah, great job, guys. There's a cop over there." Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Great, great. There's a bunch of just classic, classic stuff in there like that. Absolutely. There's also the whole thing with the bald man. He's happy to have the gun. He wants to kill a police officer if the man in the coma doesn't make it through the night. Yes, exactly. And then the boxer is like, bro, no, breed, begats breed, begats breed, uh, begats hate. I mean, breeds hate. It all breeds and begats. 
Yeah. <laughs> hey, listen, man. Breed hates breed. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Hates breed and breed and yes, hates. Lahine breeds. Hates, hates. Lahine. Hate, hates, 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 hates. Um, and he's like, yeah, yeah, it's uh, yeah, you're a pussy. I'm gonna shoot a cop. Yeah, I'm gonna shoot a cop for sure because it's a really hard thing to do. I don't want to be hard. Yeah. Yeah. And he doesn't, and he can't. Oh, he gets stopped by those neo Nazis. Yeah. Um, played by the director. Fun fact. Thank you, Matea. They beat the f out of him. They beat the fuck out of him. He's like, I'm gonna shoot you. I'm gonna, I'm gonna fucking shoot you. Yeah. But he can't. He throws up instead. Because he's not hard. He's He's soft. He's a softy. And we love him for it. Um, there's also that scene where he hallucinates shooting a guy through a window, a cop. Yeah. That was a good scene. I like that. See, this is why I wish Mateo was here, because he says he's seen the movie over 20 times. And he watched the little documentary on the... Yeah, we've seen it. We've DVD. seen it once each. It's great. It's good stuff. Yeah, I, wish someone, I do wish someone was here who knew yeah. anything about anything. And uh, yeah, I do also like there's like an element of good time almost, like where like, yeah, like the two friends get arrested and just bald man is left because he like runs off. Mm-hmm. And then like they like are sent to prison. They, like, they actually do get beat. Oh yeah, they get tortured. Yeah. yeah, they get fucked up, and they intentionally get let out after the trains that would take them back to their town and stuff. But then when they're in the train station, bald man's there. They're all together, you know. And then, uh, yeah, there's that big climactic end scene. Yeah, where like city is it like is it like state sponsored like deputy ship kind of like these like citizen cop types? It seems like they're not like full blown cops, but they have like authority. It seems like or maybe they're detectives or something. I thought not... maybe they were. "Quote unquote undercover." Yeah, undercover cops. Is that like, what it is? They, okay. They're like plain clothes officers, maybe. Okay, yeah, yeah, something um, like that. But basically, they accidentally shoot bald man in the head. Yeah. And boxer has gun though. And I love when it happened. I was like, "This is like an episode of Curb Your Enthusiasm," because <laughs> when those cops pull up, they go, "Oh, you guys were on the roof yesterday." And it's like, "Oh, right, that happened at the beginning of this movie." And it just it felt like a Curb episode where like a bunch of inconsequential seemingly unrelated things keep happening and then at the end they all come together yeah. and our main character dies um, and yeah your boxer picks up the gun points it at the cop yeah zooms in on, you get two shots yeah zooms in on the third man yeah as he closes his eyes fun movie starts with him opening his eyes and well, with him closing his eyes how did they get away with it in the 90s you know get away with what it's like what we were talking about earlier about starting your day with like oh, okay. the day yeah. actually starting kind of things. Yeah. yeah. Um, what else? What else? I feel like that's not... All kinds of stuff. There's the whole the world is yours and then they spray paint over and they make it ours. N-O-U-S. Yeah, that's great. Yeah. It's also fun that... Yeah, that works in French and English. Yeah. Um, um, there's that helicopter question mark shot? Yeah. Kind of sick. With the DJ, I got no idea how they did that because I don't think this this movie doesn't feel like it has a budget for a fucking yeah. helicopter. And that's another example of just like little ways where it feels like very, you know, like so many times in the 90s they made movies that were just like screenshots of like I said, like, man, I just want to put my friends in them. So there's like a, like little tagging moments or little breakdancing moments or little DJ moments. That just oh, yeah, yeah, I forgot about the breakdancing like, stuff. Yeah, yeah. yeah, it's yeah. great. But yeah. how do they get the helicopter shot, Chris? That's what I'm on about. I don't know. Because it's like in such an enclosed space too. It's like between yeah. a bunch of buildings, you wouldn't be able to get a helicopter in there. This is 1995, so there are not drones. Answer me. Okay, he's shaking his head back and forth. <laughs> you know what I um, see? Speaking of drones, huh. Prometheus, Michael Bay's ambulance. What? It came out a while ago. Uh, never heard of it. It's it's it starts Jake Gyllenhaal and it's called Ambulance and like the title it's in white but the L A and Ambulance is yellow. Okay. Because it's in L A. I saw a bunch of obviously trailer short and stuff like that. And I was like, well, no, I'm not going to see that a Michael Bay piece of garbage. Um, and I saw someone talking about it the other day, and they kind of sold me on it. Yeah. And I kind of want to see Michael Bay's Ambulance because it was uh, during the pandemic and. You, you know how pandemic movies are like it takes place in a house because yeah. this is what we could do Michael Bay's pandemic movie looks like a Michael Bay movie but there's a lot of drone shots in it and I think we've talked about this the magic of a helicopter shot is gone 
because we have drones. And so anytime you see a drone shot, it's just kind of boring. Very boring, yeah. Because I've seen a thousand of them. Don't Michael like it. Bay hired like a professional like drone racing champion to come do it. So the drone shots are like that. They're like a big sweeping vista like over a city. And then it just like hard turns and starts going down the side of a building and then hard turns and goes this way. And it yeah. looks like a shot that would be done. Like, it looks like the opening of Fight Club, you know? Yeah. It's like going up and down the buildings and like through the floors and stuff like that. But it's real and it feels real because it's with a drone. So instead of using a drone the way people have been or like as a helicopter, it's just like, no, what are, what can we do with this new device that we have to make movies? And it seems very cool. Um, and I think, I think I got duped and i think i might think that michael bay is a good filmmaker and i want to start watching more of his movies all right and i feel dumb well gratata is that your new sign off no i was just saying that it's that's that's cool i'd been <laughs> we should wrap up lahane but yeah i i just have nothing to, i don't know i just I've, I've seen transformers i think that's the only michael bay joint i've probably seen gotta be honest with you you ever seen bad boys no. You ain't seen no Bad Boys 2? I think I've seen some of Bad Boys 2. You haven't seen Men in Black? Uh, Yeah, I guess I've seen Men in Black. That's Michael Bay? No. Okay. Uh, but, you saw Friday the 13th, 2009. Oh, uh, produced yeah. that. Yeah. I was also hearing something else because I was completely unrelated. I was like doing a, a dive on some uh, Friday the 13th stuff because I yeah. just can't get enough. You poisoned me. <laughs> uh, apparently that new one produced by Michael Bay, the director of that movie... Like, I think you can find a quote from him just being like, yeah, I just don't like nudity in movies. Like, yeah. I don't think it's necessary. And I don't Words, think huh? it ever adds to anything. Yeah. And there was no nudity in that movie. And then Michael Bay came in and went, hey, this is a Friday the 13th. People want to see titties. Put yeah. titties in this movie. Um, yeah, E24 is also working on their little Friday the 13th series. It's coming out. Are they? Yeah. Series? Yes. Like series of movies or no. TV show? TV show. It's like a prequel. Huh. Yeah. Sore script's done for? Or Jason and the Snow script is done for? Yeah, I guess so. Huh? Dude, I've been having so many good ideas for a Friday the 13th movie. <laughs> and this is oh the first I'm hearing about it. <laughs> yeah, because I didn't want to bother you. You've been sick. All right. Okay. Like, uh, hold on. I wrote a few down. Okay. Well, in the meantime, Lahane, classic. Oh, sorry. Uh, aesthetically beautiful. Um, uh, it's a thinker. It's a laugher. Um, yeah, I'm giving it a solid A. I like Lahane. Yeah, I'm going to give Lahane an A as yeah. well. Yeah. Lahane, thumb up. Thumb up. It's another one of those movies. You know, you honestly... Know what? I'm going to go as far to say two thumbs up. Yeah. It's uh, one of those things where, like, uh, you know what's crazy is, like, I feel like the only way I can truly, 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 fully appreciate a film is if I'm watching it just dog-ass alone. Yeah, I get that. Yeah. That's how a movie hooks you. Did, I, you and watch I, it alone. I felt that way about Lahane while the three of us were watching it. Yeah, so I felt like I was watching it. What could it be like when you're alone? Yeah. Who the I'll hell did on it? So, opening of our Friday the Thirteenth movie. Yes. I think that would be like a horror movie kind of way funny. You know yeah. what I'm talking about? I know what you're talking about. I know what you're talking about. We can cut all that out. I feel like I went on for so long that I forgot we were doing a podcast. Uh, well, that was a great pitch. Thank I think you. those are great ideas. Thank I you. have no new ideas. I forgot about it. I'm not going to lie to you. It's been a very eventful time of my life since we had that idea. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, I haven't thought about it so long. Not to say I don't value it. It's fun. And I oh, no, like I to just, get around to it. just started thinking about it the other day. So yeah, which like I said, I think is so odd because like I said, I've been thinking a lot, a lot, a lot about Friday the 13th over the last uh, week. So that's funny. It's very funny. Yeah, cut all cut all my stuff out of it because we're gonna write this, and I don't want anyone stealing it. Just like your eternity. I pitched it to him yesterday. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Well, good night, sweet prince. Or no, that's not what I say. Uh, thanks for showing. No, uh, that's that mattress man. Next week we're watching Little Nicky and Tokyo Drift. Word up. Or we? Or... Are you really? Yes. Yeah. No fucking way. Yeah. Oh man, what the hell? Um, you can be there. Uh yeah, I will be. Um, I fucking love both of those movies. Or do you want to do... Are we doing awards next week? Or do you want to do it the week of the Oscars? Uh, well... Let me look at my little shits. You're going to rile me up? And Wait, next week is the week of the uh, Oscars. Oscars is the 13th? 
That's Monday the 13th. <gasps> this is going up the 6th, so yeah, next the next episode we do is going to be the Oscar Weeks one. So you're going to do, do next? No, we're going to do... We're, we should do awards next week because I'm going to be out of town in like Austin and shit, and it's going to be much easier for us to get it done and edited next week if we just do the awards thing instead of watching two movies. Yeah, so yeah. we're going to do an awards and then Tokyo Drift. And we'll yeah, so 13th on the books is the eating... The we're we're doing the soupies. Yeah, I didn't think about it. There's no way to say it out loud, but I wrote down ESL awards. Yeah, the ESA awards. Yeah, um, I'm gonna call them the soupies, and then the 13th we'll do Lil Nicky and Tokyo Drift. For the soupies, do you give away little bits of wet bread? We're gonna give away bread bread bowls. We're giving you moist oyster crackers. Yeah, okay, for sure. I'd like that. And I think my idea for it is we do. We start at January 2022 from the movies we saw from then until... And it doesn't even have to be, like, releases of this year? Yeah, just movies that we saw. We've seen through twenty All the way until Lahane. Yeah. Because I don't give a shit. Fuck yeah, it, it's our it. show. Yeah. We'll do it. Yeah. And... Maybe next year we'll do it in a more sensible place. But no, it's Oscars week. Fuck it. Yeah, it's Oscars week. We're going to do Oscars week every year. And I think it'd be fun. Yeah. We vote on every category. Uh-huh. But, as you know... There's two of us. Yeah. So we have to come to a conclusion on every single one. Yeah. And if this episode goes on for four hours, this episode goes on for four <laughs> hours. Um, yeah. I'll brainstorm some shit. You brainstorm some shit. And then, yeah, like I said, I think uh, now is it fair game to pull out my That's That Mattress Man card? Yeah. All right. Then I'll pull a gentleman's That's That Mattress Man. If you need more soup, follow us on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter, or go to our website, eatingsoupalone.com. And until next time...